Listening to Irish Radio Candle Home Abroad, and I'm delighted to be able to connect again with Grania Diva from Donegal from Bundorn of Screaming Orphans. And Screaming Orphans have just issued a new album, and we just heard the Limerick Rake from it there. Grania, tough fault you wrote. Ah, I'm to be here. The new album just uh, just coming out, uh, just uh, hitting the, the uh, airwaves, and we heard the Limerick Rake there, one of your favourites. Yes. I, we absolutely love the Limerick Rake. It's um, it's a song we sang when we were very, very young. We used to um, entertain the tourists. You know, our mother was a well-known ballad singer, and um, when she sort of, you know, got out the music to to raise the family, um, she would sing during the summer months and also like over the St Patrick's Day period. And um, a lot of people wanted her to still sing, so she had us as her backing band. But uh, she would sing some songs, but we'd also sing some of her, you know, we songs ourselves, the four of us. And the Limerick Rake was, um, it was a song, we we heard it on um, an album that Daddy, I can't even remember who sang it, but we heard it and then um, people were very good. They used to give us books of songs and that, you know, a lot of the older people and the older relations and friends and that, they would always give us down songbooks because we were so interested in music. But the Limerick Rake was... Um, 
was one of the songs we always played. We loved it, but we, we played it actually in those days much more traditional. It was more the traditional way, you know. But um, so for for this um, for this album, we just, you know, those songs are always in your head. And, and then we wanted to, um, you know, record it. But we, we wanted to, um, I suppose, give it, because we had played it for so many years when we were kids. You know, in the certain way, we wanted to actually just give it a new lease of life instead of going back to, you know, the old way we played it. We we like to do that with some songs. Some songs we like to keep, you know, as they were, like, you know, to sort of keep the tradition. And then other songs, we like to, um, I suppose, modernise them a bit, you know, but still, still, it's it's the essence of the song. It's, it's still there. So but, what number album is this, Grania? Um, oh, Gee, I think this is um, 14, 14, at least, yeah, 14. We we have, we had uh, two EPs. Right. Do you know, I lost track. <laughs> Isn't funny? We, we, do you know, the funny thing is, if we, we went through a stage um, a couple of years ago and um, we, uh, about, about 10 years ago, we um, had to go to a studio, you know, an actual studio, which is, is brilliant, but we would have to save you know, for a long time to get the cost to go to the studio. But like nowadays when there's so there's so much um you know, there's there's the, the programs and everything available that you can download you can record yourself. And we were actually really lucky we um met who PJ this fella PJ Cardinal who's now one of our best friends. We met him a good few years ago, about seven seven years ago. And he is incredibly incredibly musical and incredibly good with this sort of stuff he 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 used to write um music for um you know tv documentaries and and things like that so he's he's very in on that so that has opened a whole like you know new avenue for us so we're able to put out more cds had we had this years ago we'd probably be on album 25 or 30 because yeah. there's so much, there's so much we we wanted to record years ago you know, but we, you just didn't get the chance. I know you've been really busy, Grania, with the um, festival circuit, but you've also been on a few cruises. Yes, yes, yes. We, yeah, last year and uh, the year before that, we were on the Andy Cooney Cruise of the Irish Stars. That makes me giggle. <laughs> Cruise of the Irish Stars. But it's actually, oh, it's, it's, it's just, it's great fun, the cruises now, I have to say. And it's just, it's just like a big party. And um, it, it was funny. We actually did um, a festival in um, the Catskills, um, East Durham, Memorial Day weekend, and um, it was it was amazing because a lot of the artists, because um, a fella from um, Limerick, uh, Seamus Balf and Andy Cooney, have now uh, started running that, and it was like it was like a cruise reunion because a lot of the bands that were on the cruises, it was like it was really funny. We actually flew over. Um, we were in Ireland and we flew over for it and then we had to fly back. But right. it was it was good fun. Yeah, they're 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 great. They're great you, men- you mentioned that festival. So recently as well, you made a cross border into Canada. You had a festival here you were attending. Yes, yes. Just it just last weekend, just there past, we uh, were in Kincardine, uh, on the banks of Lake Huron, and it was absolutely lovely. It's it's actually a Scottish festival a Scottish um, 
festival and games and that and it, it's usually amazing because they have like pipe bands and they have like a parade it's it's a tradition in Kincardine but um there was a lot of construction this year so a lot of things weren't happen, happening but it's run by a man from Derry so he is Tony Doherty and his wife and the whole family and two of his sons now have uh you know started to take on the reins and and there's another there's a, a fabulous committee there and mm. it's just it's it's amazing it's it's an unusual festival because it is very traditional during the day they have the pipe band competitions and you know they have some music and dance competitions and it's a lot of like cultural things but in the evening uh, especially on the saturday night they get big canadian rock bands so they had glass tiger on Saturday night, oh. just there, and they've had um, they've had the, like Finger Eleven, and they've had uh, the Twos, I think, yeah, that's the and um, oh, numerous bands. They had a brilliant blues guy. His name has just escaped me um, last year as well, and they had a massive turnout oh. after oh, the first one after COVID. But it's a very it's a it's a great festival, and the Doherty family are some our best friends. They're just the most wonderful wonderful people and we love it we have a great time and when you say you, you when you say you love it of course the festival season and scene it, it's um totally different than where you're going into a concert hall yes it is um well the festival the the, the great the thing uh, we love we love playing concert halls but it, it that that's very much you know us and our fans or, you know, friends of our fans or people that come because they're interested. The festival scene is, it can be, can be just great fun because you end up meeting a lot of bands that you tour with and we're, we're great friends with, you know, a lot of the bands and at times, you know, not, not all the time, but at times that, you know, if ever we're free and, or, or there's other musicians free, we get them to come up and play some tunes with us. So we, we tend to, um, you know, I suppose because we're a female band as well, we we always seek out uh, some of the girls to come up and play with us. You know, but we also we also have lots of the fellas. We're we're very good friends with um, a French band called Doolin. We sang on their album, and Doolin Doolin are oh, they're the greatest lads ever. They're just and we have such fun. We always play together. We always do dinkies. We do selections of um, reels, but. We're always saying to ourselves, we have to work out or, you know, even just throw out some ideas so we can do some songs together. But they're really brilliant because um, they they actually, a lot of them come from a sort of pop background. You know, they did play in other bands. So it's it's really interesting for us. But we always have Damaris Woods up and um, generally most of the fiddle players in Gaelic Storm, the girls come up and play with us and the bow tides. We, we actually were in Pittsburgh um last year and which was really unusual but we had 14 girls on stage 14 of us playing tunes we had the Freels we're great friends with the Freel sisters oh they're amazing as well and and we had oh we had Runa the girls in Runa yeah. and um we had um the Gaelic Storm and the Bowtides which are um a band that is formed from um you know members of Gaelic Storm fiddle players the girls and in Gaelic Storm that have left, have joined, you know, forces and they're a band called Bowtides. So, oh, we had great fun. It was, so, it was so, Gronje, um, do you get to go home to Donegal much? 
We do, we do. Um, the thing about uh, Donegal is um, we always, you know, uh, well, our family's still there, so we, we, we're, we're always, we're always, we're back, you know, really quite a lot. Um, it's just, Donegal is a, is a wonderful place for creativity. It's, you know, it's maybe it's because we were brought up beside the sea and, you know, it's the weather. It's just everything, everything about it, it inspires you. And it, it is, you know, it is the place, especially with our, with our traditional um, albums and the Irish albums. Being at home, it, it brings back memories of songs we used to sing. You know, somebody says, or, you know, somebody comes into the house and says, oh, do you remember you sang that? And it might be something we'd have forgotten. You know, it, it's it's just, it's, it's, it's the, you know, it's our inspiration, I have to say. I don't think you could have given a better intro to the first track on the, on the album. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. the first, first track on the new album um, is called Home to Donegal, and yes. we'll share that with you now. And the album is called Paper Daisies, and we're chatting with Grandy Deaver from Screaming Orphans, and we'll be back with you after hearing about Home to Donegal. The lights of London are far behind The thoughts of homeland are crowding my mind Familiar places come into view I see my home now Soon I will see you We'll talk to the old folks They're getting on Treat them to late night We'll sing a few songs We'll talk of the neighbors And life in their town There's so much to tell And the days fly around This is my homeland Born in. No matter where I go, it's 
Welcome back to At Home and Abroad on Irish Radio Canada. We're chatting with Grania Deaver and Grania is with Screaming Orphans and we just heard home to Donegal there. Um, the new album, uh, Paper Daisies, I looked down through it and uh, some real old favourites there. Will You Go, Lassie Go, uh, Darling Girl from Clare, Shanna Golden, Sweet Forget Me Not, The Blacksmith. Um, do you have a challenge when it comes to deciding what you'll put on an album? Um, it's it's strange, yes and no. Um, we tend to we tend to sort of throw out a couple of um songs, and you know everybody, you know all the girls say, uh, like what what they think they'd like, but um, it's we we just end up playing over them, generally like an acoustic setting together, and it's just a matter of um. If, you know, a different arrangement comes to us, you know, immediately and it's it's interesting and we just we just make little demos of ourselves just, you know, sitting around playing them. And then we listen back to them and we say, oh, I like that. That's interesting because, you know, it's very much in our Irish folk albums. We, we want to we want to be true to the tradition. So we want to do some of the songs as they were written and as people have sung them for years. And then some we like to, um, I suppose, give a, a new, um, you know, approach them from a different angle so that so that we can kind of, um, I suppose, make them modernize them a bit. But um, it's, it's just like Darling Girl from Claire. You know, we actually did a much more sort of like, I suppose, indie pop back into it. But it, it which... Sometimes it's 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 really it's really funny because um, the words are so I suppose provincial and so of the time, you know. At times people people are a bit confused, especially people who don't know so much about the Irish tradition. They go, "Oh, this is a very modern sounding indie pop song," but there's all these like hilariously like, and well, not antiquated, but they're a little you know older style lyrics. But you know, we have thought at times, you know to take the liberty of rewriting lyrics, but then we've always said no, because I just think that's, I, I, I never want to do that because that's, that's insulting to the writer because that's their words and that's their vision. So, okay, we can take liberties with the music by, you know, changing it a bit, modernizing it a bit in the hope as well, because myself and the girls, we've always strongly believed in keeping the old songs going. Because if we present them in a modern form, sometimes that, that can attract the listener who has no experience with Irish music. So they go, oh, that's interesting. I like that. And then they listen to it and then they do a bit of research and find the songs in the traditional way. So it just, it just, it just educates because, you know, these are just, they're just great songs. They're just fabulous songs. And I know there's other bands have done this. We've always tried over our past albums to take you know, quirky songs like Percy French songs, you know, and and just, you know, redo them. Even do our, like, back when we did, um, you know, The Rocky Road to Dublin. You know, we, we changed the whole rhythm of that. But it's just, you know, to give them a new lease of life so that, you know, because they're, these are wonderfully, wonderfully crafted songs. And the lyrics in them, people might say they're old-fashioned, but they are so smart. They are so smart, they're so intelligent, and they're so wonderful, and they fit so well with the music. Because back in those days, um, I suppose mediocrity 
fell to the side. Because only the good stuff came through. Mm-hmm. Whereas nowadays, we do have to battle with a lot of, you know, things that are mediocre because, you know, it's pushed and pushed in front of you and it's kept there. Whereas in the old uh, days, great. Well, well, the other thing when you say that is in the old days as such, there was only true acoustic instruments. You weren't getting yes. all the... Um, synthesizer overlays or all those kind of things that can often yeah. mask. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's so many. The tricks of the trade, it's, yeah. it's it's really quite amazing. You can speed things up at the end if you don't like the speed of them. Oh, you can change everything. It, it's, you know, it's so, I know it's, I suppose it's, people say it's pushing music, you know, pushing the boundaries because you can do, but uh I just love that very much when we play on stage as well. We, we're we we're not able to, now on, on our albums, you know, Angela's able to play the fiddle, we're able to play mandolins, we're able to play banjos, as well as playing the regular instruments. So when we get up to play live, sometimes, you know, there are elements missing. But we've always thought, because everybody said, oh, you just, you know, get these on tracks and just play along with them. I don't know. I don't think we'll ever, ever, ever be. I can't. I can't see it anyway. Us being being a band that we get up. You know, Marches is our keyboard. She has whatever sounds on it. You know, but we don't. Any added thing that nobody is playing. Sometimes we always want to steer clear of that, and because because there's a certain life to just you know not playing along with tracks and. You know, it, it, playing along with tracks, has, it makes a great, big, beautiful sound, and it's you're miss, you're getting all the elements that you're missing. But for us, we just, you know, we just we play what we what we have in our hands. Basically, that's the sound that's coming out, and it's great because it's um, it gives us a different sound at times. Um, you know, I was at a concert yesterday. <clears throat> Augmented accordion. <laughs> uh, fascinating. Because the particular musician um, said that really what he had was a computer that was in the shape of an accordion. Wow. And that depended on how much pressure he put on keys, that if he hit the left hand with a quick beat, it was a drum as well as a bass. An amazing instrument. Fascinating. And I'll talk to you more about it. But um, it was... um, a guy by the name of Michael Bridge, a digital accordion. Wow. Yeah. Um, but uh, fascinating, you know, and, and when you talk about how uh, he played a, a beautiful variety of stuff and illustrated the, the flexibility of the instrument. But when you talk about interpretation of what are traditional type songs, do you find that the international audience reacts or should I say that the Irish audience might react differently than an international audience to some of the variations you might try? Yes, yeah, they do. Um, I think I think international audiences. Um, although now not not all international audiences. There are there are. Um, we've toured Germany quite a bit, and um, it depends on the audience that you're playing to. A lot of you know, sometimes there's certain concert tours or certain venues and they're used to getting um, a certain type of music. So, um, and they're used to a certain sound and Irish music played a certain way. When you go in there, it's, you know, 
it, it's more it's more alien to them. Um, thing we find about uh, Canada and the US, and um, at least yeah, I suppose it depends on the venues and depends on where you're playing and depends on what people in the area have been, you know, they've they're exposed to. Um, the thing about um, Canada and the US, people are very um, people are very open minded because they're not. Um, I suppose they have like grandparents, maybe maybe parents, but grandparents, great grandparents. You know, they have Irish in them, but they've been brought up in like the Canadian US culture in that they've had lots of other music. Whereas in Ireland, um, well, I think n- nowadays, you know, with with there's there's much more like accessibility to um, you know, different types of music. You know, you, you're everybody has it at their fingertips. You know, you can hear every type of music. Whereas the Irish would uh, tend to be, I suppose, there's in in Ireland especially, it's not that there's not really a market. There's um, there's a great you know market for the trad traditional music, like you know with all the traditional. So it's either traditional, and then there's the the country music. But now I suppose it's starting, folk music is starting to come in because people are getting a bit fed up with the American country music. But I think it's the folk people are saying, this is not us. So I, there are folk bands that are coming. But I, I, I find um, they're Ill, they, are, they still are a lot of the folk bands. They're, well, the ones that are, they're, they're very good at what they do, but they're, you know, they're doing the older songs and they're still playing it safe. They don't actually mm-hmm. take the tunes and really turn them around, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, it's it. I suppose Ireland is a smaller place, and I think it's it's kind of sad because, you know, it's you're very much very much in Ireland. It, there's you know certain types of music that are pushed, and you know, there's no there's no room for anything different. Whereas I notice in Canada in America, because people aren't. I suppose people are more open because it's not so much, you know, what's Irish and, you know, they, they tend to, they tend to accept you and they, and they, they like your sound and they like that you do different things with songs because they don't necessarily know the songs. You know, there are great bands coming out of Ireland, but it's just like, it's just like the same. I'm, I'm always waiting for something really different, you know, in, uh, you know, so, you know, a lot, a lot of the folk bands are, are great. They do it, but they are doing the same as, you know, the people before them. It's just that they're great songs and people love it. Well, Grania, we'll, we'll share your version of the Darling Girl from Clare here and hear the difference. And we'll be back, <laughs> we'll be back with you in a moment. You are listening to our radio channel. You were sitting on a water on a Sunday Watching the girls go by and thinking they'd be married to him one day When Kitson caught the ride When she had the makings of an angel And it made each boy swear There's not one girl in the white, white world Like the girl from the county pillar And every man has got the finest time you ever seen A bar making out Every day, just one of them will say that you'll be now. You'll see now. Each night they fight, as you wish your best was right. But the color of her eyes isn't hair. But now. 
Welcome back to Irish Radio Canada at Home Abroad. We're chatting with Grania Laver of uh, Screaming Orphans. And Grania, um, I know you're, as we mentioned up earlier on, you're very busy between the uh, festival circuit and the uh, crew circuit. Um, <clears throat> are you working, and with one album just out the door, do you take a break or do you, are you immediately kind of working on to say, well, we've that one out the door now, it's time to start on the next one? Oh yes, we actually we actually have a pop album which we are um, we have been recording. We actually have three tracks recorded, and we generally do these albums with um, John Reynolds, who was uh, you know Damien Dempsey's producer, and he produced all Sinead stuff. We've known John since we toured with Sinead. <coughs> He's an amazing, amazing, amazing fella. He is. We are so lucky to have you know these people as great friends of us because they're such you know John. It's just like, you know, PJ, they, they they help us and, you know, like, because John is super, like, really in demand and he's just, he's, he's been such a friend to us our whole life and he, 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 he you know, he buys you up and he keeps you going. But um, we've been making, it, it's actually, it's really cool. One of the songs, um, we had actually sent a demo to John and he was, he was working in the studio and one of George Michael's. Uh, back and singers happened to be in the, in the studio working on something and she heard it and she said oh I really like that she says I know exactly what I would sing as a back and vocal and she sang a back and vocal that was so cool in the chorus and we had we had just the words you know we were just working on the on the on the lyrics and um 
you know, we were just using the same lyrics, but her back and vocal was so cool. We couldn't actually get it redone because, you know, we were coming to record it. And um, we actually kept the lyrics the same, you know, just to keep her back and vocals. You know, Lucy Jules, she's absolutely amazing. So, you know, there's all these really interesting things happening in that album. So, as I say, we have three three tracks recorded. So, hopefully now um, we're going to be recording later on in the year. We're going to do more. And um, we're looking to see um, there's another... Uh, man in England who we he he hopefully is going to come and play some guitar on it and it's you know it's 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 another thing it's 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 our creativity in another direction you know we from we were um very young we've always loved our Irish music and our folk music and you know because that's that's so part of our family and and um but we've also loved pop music we really love pop music and you know it's 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 how you listen to so we we can't we can't just you know go in one direction mm-hmm. because it, it, I think you're cutting off you know part of yourself and mm-hmm. it's, we get such joy doing our little Irish folk albums and then we get joy doing our pop albums and I know like every good business person goes you can't be two things and we go we don't care we're our own independent and we'll be and if it's if it's you know to our detriment well so be it. It's it's good for us because I, I think if you don't if you don't get out of you like all the tunes and different types of songs, I, I think that's just bad for you. And so we're lucky. We're lucky. We've, so Gra- Grania, much of what you do are um, well established lyrics and songs that are out there. But um, then your own creativity. Um, have you and are you putting pen to paper? Yes, all our original, all our pop albums are original songs. We write, we wrote a couple of um, um, Irish, um, sort of more Irish themed songs as well. We could, um, I know, because people have said to us, would you not write more for your Irish album? But we we tend to, um, there's so many brilliant songs, fabulously songs that are already written that we want to kind of keep keep getting at those because you know anytime we could turn around and say okay we'll just we'll just you know get ourselves into you you know sometimes you get a good frame of mind and you can think of lovely melodies that's what we tend to do with the Irish we tend to write little melodies and counter melodies and choruses because we wrote they're very simple we wrote two choruses um in the for the Irish folk album because um the blacksmith um was it's it's a fabulous song. We've known it for years and years. It was um on an album that Daddy had and um um it's funny our mother was the singer but Daddy was the great music lover. He was always buying albums. But um we wanted to write just a simple chorus for it and um then we wrote a simple chorus for oh the Limerick Rick actually yeah we just wrote a little a little chanty chorus for it as well. You know, just to, so you're not taken from the song, you're just adding a little bit. So we get our creativity out that way. But um, generally our pop music, that's that's where we, we, we actually do all our writing. Grania, we should wrap up. And maybe what we'll do is we'll leave um, with the blacksmith. And <laughs> Jill, sorry, that's amazing because we've had, um, there, there are two Angela songs. And Angela doesn't sing that much. But Darling Girl from Clare, she sang, and also the blacksmith, she sang, and we love the blacksmith because she sounds really angry in it. 
she's just like shouting it because right. she's a woman scorned. And it's it's such fun. She listens to it and she goes, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, I should have really done it. And we went, no, Angela, no. It's how you sang it. Leave it. It's brilliant. It's it's an, it's emotion in it. So go on, she's go on. really angry in it. It's, it's been a real pleasure. Where can people find you if they want out there on the web? Oh, yes, yeah, ScreamingOrphans.com. That's our website. Um, it's pretty easy. And you can get the links to all our social media pages and where you can get our music and to pre-order the album. Shake like